With the holidays in full swing, it's easy to get off track with your goals and habits. In fact, I think it's safe to say that we've all done it before. So the million dollar question is, how do we manage the holidays and not feel bad about it? In today's bonus podcast, I'll talk to you all about my approach for the holidays. So let's get started. And welcome back, everybody, to this bonus episode of the Building Lifelong Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Renicky. Thanks so much. Our goal here is to help keep you active and healthy for life through actionable and evidence-informed education. Thanks so much for stopping by. Today, we're talking all about a holiday edition. So this is kind of in-between seasons, a little bonus episode, but we know the holidays can be stressful for most people, and some people even dread it, but it doesn't have to be that way. Today, in this quick podcast, I'm going to walk through three options for how you can have your holidays and survive them with your goals still intact. So let's get started. Option one, option one is what I call all gas, no brakes. What that means is just do whatever you want. There's no moral judgment here. This is just a legitimate option. Maybe you say, hey, I just want to let loose. I want to do whatever I want, whenever I want. That's what I'm going to do, Jordan. And that's totally fine. The holidays and eating with family, all that stuff, those might be a bigger priority than your fitness goals. And that's okay. However, the big caveat I have to say is you need to really understand your priorities and make sure that after all is said and done, you won't be upset about making this decision, right? So you might say, hey, this is my priority in the moment, but then later you regret it. So you kind of have to think, hey, is this something that's compatible with my goals, right? Odds are, like I said, this will entail probably a few bad days, right? Of your holiday, let's go from Christmas to New Year, something like that, maybe a week max. So in reality, how much damage can you really do? I know, once again, that is definitely a slippery slope. And I said, this is not recommended for everybody, but in the grand scheme of things, if you're locked in for 51 weeks of the year, and then on that 52nd week, you decide to have a little bit of fun or may indulge a little bit, how much damage is really going to be done? Probably not a lot. You won't lose your strength gains. Let's say you don't really work out much, like one week off, not gonna ruin your strength gains. Maybe you'll gain a little bit of weight, a little bit of fat, but maybe that's a trade-off that you are willing to make. Once again, this is probably not my recommendation. Like I said, for those of you who have a very specific goal, would not recommend this. But once again, your priorities are your priorities. So just be ready to hop back on after it's all said and done. And so the question is, who is this for? Well, this is for someone who really just wants to check out, who says, hey, I live a lifestyle that is healthy and I enjoy that, but this week I just want to be with my family. I want to be present. I want to have cookies. I want to do whatever. And I just want to enjoy it and not worry about it. That is totally fine to do if you're the right person for that. However, I would not recommend this for someone. If you feel like one, you're going to regret this later, right? If you think in the moment, oh, I want to go for it, live in the moment, but then later you regret that, not ideal. Two, this is also not recommended for someone who has any sort of binge eating tendencies. I would not recommend this to Let's say when you kind of open that Pandora's box saying, hey, I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want, that is not a good situation if you have either disordered eating or history of binge eating. So I wouldn't recommend that as well. But for the right person who just says, meh, I'll figure it out in, in a week, that's okay. It's okay to do and that's fine. Once again, this is not my preferred way of doing it. Once again, it is not like the end of the world if this does happen. Okay, now kind of going to the opposite end of the spectrum. Option number two is to live your life like you normally do, meaning you are not changing a single thing just because of the holidays. You know, maybe you'll get called Scrooge or whatnot, but you're sticking to the same routine. You're sticking to the same lifting schedule, same diet, no real change in your life. We're talking like, hey, you find the 24-hour gym that's open so you can go on a Christmas morning and get your lift in. That is what this side of things is. Hey, you do your normal lifting routine, don't change anything, you eat your normal things, do that. You know, there are pros to this. This will help keep you on track for your goals. There's no denying that, that if you don't change anything and you're on pace to hit your goals, then it helps your goals. The cons is this may have legitimate social consequences, right? So this may seem just like quote unquote weird to your family and friends. And once again, I'm not here for a peer pressure thing. I think, you know, I think you should rise above that and be immune to peer pressure. But that being said, 
this may cause some issues with family or friends. And like I said, I'm not one who cares about peer pressure at all, but it's just a question worth asking to see if your attitude is coming off like you don't care. Because I definitely could happen saying, hey, like I prioritize this over my family. And you may very well do that, or you don't mean that at all, but it could be perceived that way. And so I just want to say, hey, that is a possibility and that is a way you could come off. And so it's also could be difficult to achieve given that gyms around the holidays, hours will probably shift, like I said, but if you really want to find a way, I'm sure you can. And overall, this is probably the one that is the least popular. I think most people tend to give themselves a little bit of grace around the holidays and have a little bit of fun. But like I said, all depends on your situation. Once again, not my preferred choice, but an option that is viable nonetheless. Who is this right for? This is for the person who has very strict goals or a timeline for their goals, right? So they say, hey, I have a show coming up, maybe a bodybuilding show coming up in January, February. Well, then they might have that. They have a specific body composition goal. They have to reach by X amount of time or a certain weight class they have to admit. Like this is for someone who has very strict goals. Um, it can be right for the right person. But like I said, once again, not my personal preference. And finally, we have option three, which is my recommendation. This is kind of where we have these planned hedonic deviations. And that's a fancy word for saying you plan out when you're going to have deviations from your normal schedule, right? So I've stolen this term from the Stronger by Science podcast. I really liked it. But essentially, a planned hedonic deviation is when you know you're going to indulge. And so you plan for it. You know it's coming, so you can plan for it. And this is my preferred approach, as if it's my lifestyle and the goal is the best. And so how do you plan for it? Well, this doesn't mean you have to still perfectly hit all your macros all the time, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you have to count macros, but I personally do count macros this time in my life. And so for what's going to happen here is it kind of maybe shifts some of my macros or calories around for a certain meal. I mean, hey, I know I'm going home and my mom's going to cook X, Y, or Z. I'm planning that it's going to be a little indulgent, so maybe I'll eat a little lighter breakfast, lunch, or maybe just try to get some higher proteins. I know I'll have more carbs and fats later, something like that. Like I said, just kind of shifting things around potentially. Also, maybe it means you do some fasting or you kind of weekly up to it. You're super strict and locked in to kind of give yourself some flex. Because like as we remember, it's cumulative time after time, day after day that really makes the progress, right? So it's not one day that's going to kill you. It's the same thing for making progress, though. So if you hit, you know, coming up to it, you have multiple weeks where you're doing really well and you're kind of locked in. That gives you some flux, right? For the rest of the week, you need to hit how many calories is your deficit. And if you do that on one day where you eliminate it, that's okay. You still might be neutral for the week. And that's okay. So you said you can do that and kind of adjust things as needed. Maybe you, like I said, I don't think you necessarily need to fast if that's not part of your normal diet. But for some people, you're like, okay, let's well, just give me my one deal meal for the day. And that can work for you as well. Once again, all my recommendations go out the window if you do have a history of disordered eating. So none of these, you're going to have to continue to do what works best for you. Like I said, this, I don't want to help. I don't want to foster any poor eating decisions or eating habits. Like I said, for most people, you can kind of fit in these categories. And for some people, maybe fasting works. Or like I said, it may just be worth saying, forget it and do whatever you want for a specific meal or day or something like that. And it's different from option one because you still have a constraint already set, right? So it's not a blank check saying, let's go whole week. I'm going at it. What you're saying here is, well, I know I'm going over to my mom's tonight and I know we're going to eat a lot. And you know what? I'm just not going to weigh it. I don't really feel like I need to do that. I don't want to get looked at weird by my brother or sibling or whatnot for weighing things. Although if they know you and love you, they'll, they'll be fine. I feel like my family is, but that being said, you might just be like, Hey, I'm going over. I'm not tracking. Like that's it. Or this whole day, Christmas day, I'm not tracking. And that's okay. Once again, it's not going to be the end of the world. I think this kind of a nice approach because it offers a nice balance. But like I said, it could be a slippery slope for some when they say, oh, like I'm not tracking today. All of a sudden they just go bananas, right? They just go eat everything inside and their deficit is ruined that week. But once again, it's all comes up to your priorities, right? And so I also want to talk about how do you decide what to do? So what I recommend is I'd actually have you sit down and think about your priorities, and don't just do it on a whim, right? So sit down, have this premeditated saying, hey, what are my priorities? Do you have a short-term goal that's really important? 
like a show or a vacation you want to look nice for. I'm excited if that's the case, then you maybe have a more tempered approach or more controlled approach. Or do you have a history, like I said, of having regrets or eating disorders or stuff like that, have a poor mental attitude or just ideas around food, then take that into consideration as well. And I'm not saying it's all willpower, right? But oftentimes a perceived lack of willpower is really just poor planning. So if you sit there and say, hey, I know this is coming and this is going to happen and I'm going to plan for this time, I'm going to do that. I think you have a much better chance for success than just saying, oh, like in the moment, let's just see what happens. Like I said, failing to prepare is really not setting up for success, right? It's essentially failure to plan is planning to fail, as they always say. And so I always say, if you can plan, planning is how we get success, right? And we can even compromise and still have fun and still feel good about it. So it's not like this is not the end of the world. The holidays are for a time with family and celebration and socially food is so much more than just fuel, right? People will say like, it's just fuel. Like, well, no, because there's family involved and there's taste and there's memories and all these fun things. And so I want to be able to share what we can enjoy the holidays. But I hope you have an idea. So like kind of thinking about it, you can either be super strict, super loose or kind of in between. And for me, it works well to kind of just be in between. I can kind of balance things there. But regardless of what you do, every day you wake up, you have the choice to make your own decision. And so even if this all goes terrible, right? Like worst case scenario, like, oh my gosh, I just ate for a week. If it's the worst case scenario, you can wake up and start again. And I guarantee you, it will be okay. So in conclusion, I hope you have a fantastic holiday season. Enjoy some time off. Hopefully you get some good food, some time with family, hopefully watching lots of football, if that's your thing, like it is mine. But it's been so much fun doing this for this entire year. This is going to be, um, the last podcast for the year. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to anybody who listens to this. It really does mean the world to me that you spend time with me. So stay tuned for the next year. We're going to start by our new season in January on exercise as medicine, where we look at using exercise as a way to treat many medical conditions. So thanks again. Now get off your phone, get outside, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you later. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment, education, and informational purposes only. The topics discussed should not solely be used to diagnose, treat, or prevent any condition. The information presented here was created with an evidence-based approach, but please keep in mind that science is always changing, and at the time of listening to this, there may be some new data that makes this information incomplete or inaccurate. Always seek the advice of your personal physician or qualified healthcare provider for questions regarding any medical condition.